Welcome to our podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Mandy. And we are Drama Bonded, a podcast where we bond over the drama and trauma in the Bachelor multiverse and throughout Western pop culture. Hey. I think I have the intro memorized now. Do you? That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't have to look at my card. I'm too afraid not to look at it. I know if I don't, I'm just going to not. Well, you, I think you have it. to say more. And I was also like frazzled, being like, oh, my card. And then I was like, no, I got it. I can do it. Just breathe deep. But those paper sounds were me desperately trying to find my card. You did. I would have would have never guessed. Um, how are you today? I'm really good. I'm uh, I'm back to training for a weightlifting meet, so I feel like I am like back to being my best self. Type A, hitting my days, eating well, have some structure. Yeah, good for you. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing a okay this week. I love that. Before we start, and I forget, I want to give a big shout out to Alice Nicole and Brenda Brumba for taking the time to post about us on Instagram. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, that makes us feel good. Um, and then we've got a candy review, which I know we put at the end last time. We're putting it at the beginning this time. We're still trying to find our flow, so bear with us. Yeah, and eventually we'll have like fun little sound effects leading in. You know, we're still rookies, we're still yeah. figuring it out. Seeing what works. Throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. I could wing a little song. (laughs) Yeah. Should I do it? Do it. Candy reviews with Mandy and Jess. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jess, tell us about our candy. Um, It's such a weird candy. I think it's what I've always referred to as angel food, but it varies. It's also on the box called dark chocolate honeycomb candy. Um, and it's basically sugar and you get it to a certain temperature and then at the very end you throw in a bunch of baking soda and put it in a pan and it expands and it makes this like honeycomb crunchy. It's not a nougat. I don't know exactly how to describe it. It's kind of like a crunchy styrofoam that's like slightly toffee flavored. Yeah. And probably way tastier than styrofoam. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out like. Texturally. Yeah. It's a weird one, but actually um, our good friend uh, Carrie and her mom Anne make it, but then I've I've tried to make it myself, and so I'm always a little reluctant to buy candy that I've had done really well from That's the grocery fair. store, but Smith really did a good job with this, so if you see it, it's- It's really good. Really good. Like, you know when you eat a dark chocolate candy and it's usually kind of rich and you can't eat a lot? I feel like I could eat at least half of that container. Easy. <laughs> Well, it's fluffy too. It doesn't doesn't take up any space. Yeah, it's like light and rich at the same time. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. So that's our candy review. There it is. Get some. Uh, we wanted to start today off, aside from the candy review, probably a little more lighthearted than we've been able to the past couple podcasts. <laughs> um, nobody did anything stupid. <laughs> this episode was really fun. It was fun. I I had a blast watching this. Like just straight up fun. It makes me excited for the rest of the season. I agree with that. Like, I think Zach is actually really carrying his own weight, and these women are a lot of fun. Yeah. 
Um, which, speaking of fun, at the end of the episode, we're going to talk about first. They they always do um, a shot of like candid moments of the girl sitting around. Last week it was when do you fart in front of your partner? Maybe that was the week before. And then this week was the ick. So the ick is like a new thing, right? That's kind of trending right now on social media. It is. But surely you've also felt the ick, though. That like oh, for sure. moment where you're just like, mm, nope. I just feel like the term ick is trending right now. And I'm. this is why I'm like starting to become aware of it. And then when they were talking about it on the show, um, it was all coming together, you know, full circle. Oh, okay. I've been aware of the ick for a minute, but oh, see, I, I haven't. It's it's still relatively new. I like that Gen Z put a name to the feeling we've all been feeling. Yeah, the ick. What do you think the ick is? Um, I would say it's the turning point where you find something out about someone or witness something, and it totally alters the way that you look at them in a negative way. Yeah, and I would add like it can be anything. Yeah. It can be the way you tie your shoes. Charity absolutely killed me when she was like, you take too long to park the car. I have the ick. I know one of the icks that I am providing for my partner. Like, so it would, it would be an ick about me for him. <laughs> I sometimes make microwave scrambled eggs. Gross. And that is an ick for Joe. <laughs> I had somebody... <laughs> One time, I I am with Joe on that one. I'm still having a hard time recovering. My mom made them for me that way growing up all the time. That's legit. I'm a product of my environment. I eat canned corned beef hash. I actually have no room to judge anybody. <laughs> so I'm no judgment. I also eat weird food. You, you do like what you grow up with. Um, my ick that somebody had with me was I used to buy it. I don't know why my mom told me to do this, but there's, what was it called? Bag bomb. But it was like cow udder cream cream. Yeah. And I would put that on my lips. So my lips were chapped, but the oh, guy I, I was that's an ick. dating at the time thought it was really gross and he couldn't oh, get past it. And that was that sort was of his, ick. that was his ick. He was done. Like I'm never going to kiss you with utter balm on your lip. Yep. That was his line. Wow. Everyone's got a nick. Fair. And you know what? You can't take it personally. Sometimes you should. If you're an older guy dating somebody and you know their 20s ick, you should change that. Somebody doesn't like the way that you eat garlic. I don't know. That's that's on them. Was there any other icks in the episode? I do remember the parking taking too long to park. The charity ick was pretty funny. Um, man, that was the only one that stuck out to me is like being particularly... Oh, I thought one of the interesting things, though, that Brooklyn said about the ick, that there does come a turning point where you're not going to have the ick about somebody. So that's why Joe doesn't really have the ick, like, in true fashion for yeah, you. I think that's true. Because he knows enough about you and has enough respect for you that, like, one little thing is not going to be a turning point. But when you're just starting to collect information about somebody, something can, like, outweigh that's the fair. other things. And so I think Brooklyn was really smart to bring up the fact that like, I think it was Brooklyn. I don't know. Don't quote me on who it was. But one of them pointed out that now that they've known Zach long enough, they're less likely to get the ick. Though it's been, what, a week? Two weeks? <laughs> That's a segue to something else I wanted to talk about um, in regards to this week's episode. Because the best friend thing keeps getting tossed around. Or like, I'm looking for my best friend. Like, I want to be best friends. Like, la, 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 la. Don't get me wrong. Ultimately, that is the end goal, I think, in a, in a successful relationship is to have that friendship. But 
in my personal experience, and I would say the majority of people's experience, when you start dating, you are not best friends. Mm-mm. In fact, if you, if I was dating you and you referred to me as your friend, I would probably feel like you're putting me in the friend zone. Yeah, I don't want to bone my best friend. Yeah, in the I, beginning, there's sexual tension. Yeah. There's chemistry. You're like obsessed with each other. You just want to spend all this time together. And to me, the best friendship kind of naturally occurs after you've spent a ton of time together. You know each other inside and out. You love each other, you know, irregardless of your ick moments. Yeah. Um, so I just like... I just wanted to point that out that, yeah, you want to marry your best friend, but they're not your friend for a hot minute. I would totally agree with that. I, yeah. So I just think that's kind of like, and I'm just trying to wrap my brain around like having conversations about that when you're just getting to know someone. It's a really unfair expectation to put on your partner to be your partner in life, to be your lover, to be, you know, sort of a co-conspirator and all these things but then like then you also expect them to be your friend like that's too much it's too much expectation like you should have relationships that fill different needs for you and you should still have best friends outside of your relationship best friends are important yes and I also think it's important to um note that you know some people think that with their best friend they have a lot of stuff in common they do all this stuff together it's also really important to be your own person and have different interests, you know, like you don't need to fall in love and date someone that has everything in common with you. And so sometimes I wonder if the best friend kind of confuses that of like, oh, we're best friends. We're going to hang out and do everything together. and We need to have everything in common. <laughs> I've dated so many guys who were like that guy. Like, oh, you don't like jazz enough. Ugh. Oh, you don't rock climb enough. And it's like, Dear God, do you want to just date a female version of yourself? I think people do. <laughs> well, I don't want to date myself. Same. Hard pass. <laughs> I am annoying as fuck. Like, I'm too competitive to date another me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? No. Yeah, you need differences. It is a weird rhetoric that gets brought up in this show a lot. And I think some of that feels like it stems from just immaturity of like, they really can't articulate what it is they're looking for. So they come up with like, the closest relationship that isn't a familial tie and what is that if not a best friend and so I think until you've really experienced that kind of love and relationship it can be hard to understand I think what the fair expectation of your partner really is yeah and you know maybe there's a handful of people on this season that have dated someone for that length of time and want that sort of friendship or closeness that they had in their other long-term relationship but you guys, we're not in friendship status right now. Mm-mm. We're well into the thick of it. We're making out in the hot tub status. Woo. <laughs> spicy. Yeah. Well, speaking of spicy, we got right into it with that overnight date with Katie. Oh, yeah. That was such a fun date. I would I, like to go on that date. Me too. Although as somebody who works at a university where arguably that's probably where that natural history museum was, I do wonder about like what staffing that thing at night looks like. To have the bachelor film there. Jess is immediately thinking through the logistics. <laughs> <laughs> Did someone have to stay all night? Probably. Uh, that aside, I agree. I thought that was such a fun day. And camping in there, weird but cute. Yeah, weird but cute. They did kind of um, fuck with the girls' heads 
by keeping Katie overnight and having her come home in pajamas. I agree. And that kind of made me mad. They were like, ugh, she's kind of doing the walk of shame. Walk of shame. One, walk of shame is wearing the same clothes. Katie was in pajamas. Knock it off. Two, there's no such thing as walk of shame. Get that dick. Get that pussy. Whatever you want. (laughs) Like, come on. Knock it off. Like, I... They were all just jealous. I know. But they wanted I, to come home in pajamas. They did. Those were cute pajamas, they were pretty too. pretty cute. So Zach's didn't have long sleeves, which I thought were kind of weird. His yeah. were short-sleeved, which wasn't great. Yeah, that wasn't a good pick. I don't know. Maybe his biceps won't fit into long sleeves. I don't know. What do um, you think of Katie? I still really like Katie. I like Katie, too. Yeah. I, I feel for her. I wish her standards were higher. Yeah, me too. That bummed me out. Girl, no, you just deserve somebody who treats you well. And then you get to pick all the other things that you're really hoping for from a partner. Like just the most basics of being treated like a human being feels really depressing to me. And she's 27. This isn't somebody who's like 22 and being like, oh, my God, I've never had any good luck with dating. It's like, okay, well, you know, you're 20. To 21, but like 27, you yeah, had 27. I was married by 25, so <laughs> yeah. She said, I just want a good man in my life. Oh, like, what you just came from was rough. Yeah, that also kind of always worries me of like, maybe you shouldn't be looking for another relationship, but maybe being in therapy to understand, like, but also recognizing you deserve so much more than just like the basics. That's it. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like to go to therapy to recognize that your worth is far higher than that. And like yes. to, to be able to vocalize what you don't want and want in a partner without having to qualify that they need to treat you well. And that failed relationship is not a reflection of your self-worth. Yeah, that was kind of hard to listen to. Which, and I mean, I feel like Allie will get to her date too, but those date confessionals are so bizarre to me. Like I always feel like, and I know that's like the moment where the, you know, we're sort of riffing on our name with drama bonded as like trauma bonding. It is sort of like the expectation that when you go on these one-on-ones and you sit down for dinner, you're going to have this really- What's your sad story? And they're always sad, like devastatingly sad sometimes. And it's like, I really, I understand that that is a way to bond with people, but it is like- can we do it differently? I don't know if that's possible, but... <laughs> well, they are on such a fast timeline, you know? They do need to touch base on each other's dating history or what they are looking for and not looking for. And at least these sad stories were both in regards to dating in previous relationships, and it wasn't about, you know... Somebody's like, mom dying. My mom fucked me up as a child, or like <laughs> my dad has cancer, or, you know, there's all there's like some really really heavy stuff on these episodes sometimes where the leads are just like, oh my God, how do I handle this? Yeah, how do I digest this information with my steak? That's a lot. (laughs) I think think Zach handled it really well. Oh, Zach's response, like that was the moment where I'm like, "Mm, I see it. He's not my cup of tea at all. However, I understand what all these women see in him. Like he is looking good. Yeah, I'm warming up to him. I feel like he's such a good communicator. He's really empathetic. He's really earnest like he's really just he seems really genuine when he's listening and like he cares and I feel like he comes back with really thoughtful responses that makes them feel heard and safe absolutely yeah I he just impressed me so much this throughout this entire episode do you remember on Gabby and Rachel's season when Gabby was talking to Eric about the trauma her mother caused her Mm -hmm. 
And how Eric, I'm pretty sure he literally said nothing. Yeah, he just sat there stone-faced. And Gabby had to get up because she felt like, I think she had that moment, like anybody with really extreme anxiety does, where you're like, oh my God, I just like had verbal diarrhea and like overshared all this stuff. She shouldn't feel like she did that. No, because as we know, that is the point of the date. Right. You share your horrible things. Yes. And Eric did not rise to the occasion. That was so (gasps) bad. I think I yelled at the TV. I was so irritated Say at him. Something. Oh my gosh. Do not leave her hanging after spilling her soul to you. Yeah. Zach has handled all of these so well. So we've seen his response to Christina having a kid. Katie's, you know, toxic on and off relationship and, you know, everything he covers with Allie, which we'll get to. But like, he did, he, you're right. He was just. He's slowly becoming more attractive just because he's emotionally intelligent. <laughs> wow, the bar is low. What were we just saying about Katie? Um, no, that's not a reflection of anybody in our life. But like, it is always disappointing that like sort of, I think it's uncommon for men to be that um, vulnerable or, you know, have the, the wherewithal to listen quite that well. It's not yeah, something you see on the show. to be in touch with their emotions and have, give space to you. To like share yours? Absolutely. And I think there is a level of like him having to be in touch with his own to be able to receive and respond as well as he is to, you know, the women that he's dating. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else with uh, Katie's date? Um, I don't think so. She was beautiful. I thought that they meshed well together. I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I love that green dress. And she wore like semi-sensible shoes because they were the chunky heels rather than just like straight up stilettos. Smart. Super smart. Um, Allie's date. Wait, real quick. Which date would you rather go on? Katie's date or Allie's date? Oh, Katie's date. I think this is the first time watching people go skydiving that I was like, maybe I could do it. I've always said I would never do it. But for some reason, this date, I was like, okay, maybe I could do it. <laughs> I drove down to Moab with a bunch of people to skydive and just counted my blessings that it didn't happen because the wind was too bad. You were going to go? Yeah, with Juan. Oh, my gosh. And a couple other people from were the Were you the like gym. ready? You were like, I'm going to do it? No. <laughs> I don't know. I think... Saul was ready to like pay the guy to just jump out of the plane no matter what I said. (laughs) There was a very real possibility I was just going to ride the plane back to wherever it was that we took off from. Like, I don't know if I would actually get out. Like, I would like octopus myself to like the side of it and just like not let anybody shove me out. And I feel like I'm strong enough that it would take two people to push me out. And I don't know if they would. I, I'm so thrilled that I'm learning about this on our podcast, but I'm trying to picture you jumping out of a plane and I don't know, hell, maybe we'll do it together one day. Maybe. Um, sorry. Juan will go. <laughs> he better. Uh, okay. So back to Allie's date. Um, I think Allie is a breath of fresh air. I think oh she, my is God, she delightful. Really is. I, and I say this with like, I'm coming full circle on Zach. I think she's too cool for him. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. He's, he's so out of his league with her. She is just, yeah, she's too cool. 
I did feel like the gift was really weird because unless she wins, what are you going to do with a white lace jumpsuit and a tulle tie-on skirt? Again, I feel like that's another move by production to fuck with the women in the house. Like, she didn't need to wear that to go no. skydiving. I also really hate the wedding theme dates that they do. Yeah. I just feel like it's so uncomfortable, especially like, isn't the whole point, I mean, I don't buy into a lot of the wedding ritual, but how, you know, regardless, it exists. The whole idea of like first look and stuff, like don't put these women in wedding dresses and parade them in front of this man. Like let that be something that happens when they're actually engaged to be married, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, you you have a limited amount of time with him. You want to be your best self. You want to feel sexy. You want to feel confident. Yeah. I want to pick what that is. Like I don't want to wear a wedding dress. And jump makes, out of a plane. Yeah, that makes me feel super insecure and like weird about the fact that I'm wearing a wedding dress in front of this guy that I don't even know really well. And put you at odds with the women in the house. Yeah. Also, she landed on her butt. And like, I swear to God, the first thought I had was, <gasps> it stained. And I'm like, is she okay? Because we saw Rachel Kirkconnell take a real bad tumble one time. But like, no, your, your ass in a white lace gown just hit the ground. <laughs> yeah, that's stressful. I guess at least she didn't buy it. It's true. But the date seemed fun. They were like really into the skydiving. Yeah, I, I think she was the best person to do that with. Um, shout out to my friend Alexandra, but she watched the episode and she's like, you have alley vibes. And then after I watched the episode, I was like, wow, that's like <gasps> the nicest thing that you can say. That is a high compliment. <laughs> And that green sparkly dress that she wore on oh, the second yeah. half of their date, very rock and roll. These women are bringing it with the clothes this season. I am here for it. Um, I will say, I don't think I buy that falling in love and jumping out of a plane are equal or synonymous or... Yeah. There's I'm always sorry. a lot of people making like, what is it called? A metaphor out of it. Yeah. I'm just like, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Granted, I've not jumped out of a plane, but I can tell you, <laughs> I think they're very different experiences. Yeah. So I don't know. That, I kind of just get tired of that trope that seems to come up over and over. But Agreed. Do you have anything? I just want to bring up their one-on-one -on -one conversation yeah. at dinner. Um, I love that she opened up and was like, this is what I need from a relationship. And I need to be able to be selfish. And I need to feel safe. And I need, um, I, she, I just thought it showed so much self-awareness about who she has been in past relationships and the role she has played. Yes. And how that has made her feel. And wow, it just was such a great conversation. It's true. Like, it really felt a lot more mature. And like, here's somebody stating legitimately what they want and not from a place of insecurity or brokenness, but from a place of like, I've worked on this and this is what I know. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, when you're trying to impress Zach and there's all these other women and it's this environment where you just kind of want to be a people pleaser and, you know, what, what do you need in a partner, Zach? The fact that she was just willing to like put that on the table and be like, no, like ultimately this is what I need out of a partner. I thought that was so rad i agree totally go Allie. yeah but also i don't want her to win because i want her to go out into the world and find somebody different that's fair i mean like i don't want her to go i don't know what you know hopefully she ends the show the way that she feels best ending it but 
I just have this sense that she is. Maybe she could date Rodney. <gasps> yeah. They would be really cute. They would be really cute. Paradise. Paradise. We'll see. I'm excited for Paradise. We've got some good people potentially. Uh, anything else about those two one-on-ones? Um, I don't think so. Cool. Yeah. They were, they were uneventful, but in like a really refreshing kind of way. Yeah. I enjoyed both of them. I thought both women were great. Um, I thought Zach clicked with them both well, and I loved the conversations that we got out of them. Yeah. Good times. Should we move on to the Bachelor Bowl? Five. I didn't even know this was a thing. I was like, have they actually been keeping track and numbering the other Bachelor Bowls? And then they knew that you were thinking that, so then they <laughs> gave us a replay of all of them. I was, I was like, were they always called this? Are they making this up as they go? This is brutal. They have the women play full contact football, except apparently by full contact football, we mean absolutely zero rules whatsoever and grabbing on to the back of someone's jersey with both hands and yanking yeah, them down literally is a war. okay. Genevieve was in a sling at the end. Yeah, why didn't they? <laughs> I was like, why was that not highlighted on the date? Just like passively in the rose ceremony, the camera like pans by her. And she has her arm in a sling. After she head slash face planted like harder than anybody I've ever seen that is a not professional sports player. Well, I hope she's okay. God, me too. They just, yeah, they really glossed over that. I want to say when Christina was talking about how she's done CrossFit since she was 11, <laughs> I was like, Christina would be the best and worst teammate at the same time. Well, yeah, because she she rose to the occasion. She would she, be the most competitive. She's the one who grabbed the jersey with both hands and yanked someone over. I don't even know who it was that she did that to. Like, you definitely want to be on Christina's team, but at the same time, you don't want to be on Christina's team. For sure. I feel like I would have rather gone down with the yellow team who played admirably and fairly. Oh. And I think they did a really good job. And I just, and Gabby Peter pants. That was so funny. I'm really feeling like Gabby is just not doing things that are screaming winner to me these days, but I'm still keeping my fingers crossed. You got to. She's on your top four. So was Bailey. Oh, she was on mine too, I think. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I'm pretty sure she was. I lost, I lost I mean, one of my top four. Womp womp. That's okay. So the team names were the Shall Crush Shall Crushers versus the Balzacs. Does anybody remember Balzacs from the nineties? Well, no, that's, I don't. That's a real thing, but also play on words. I understand that it's. <laughs> but what is that from the nineties? It's like a ball suit that you would just like run around in. Balzacs. I don't know why they called it that. I guess kind of the play on of ball sack, but. It's for kids, so weird. They did in the episode make a funny innuendo about blue balls. Yes, I think I wrote it down. Um, The Balzacs are bold, confident, and they're blue. And they're blue. Uh, Yeah, that whole thing, man, was wild to watch. I can't decide how I would fare in a game like that. I feel like I would probably also need to just go all in, kind of Christina style. Maybe not pulling the jerseys, but... I think I would want to play Anastasia's role and get hurt and then have Zach make sure I was okay. That was a good move. I love that she just laid there and they showed the ambulance pulling up and everything. And she's like, oh, no, I'm fine. And the woman was like, Anastasia is definitely the most strategic player on the field right now. <laughs> Absolutely. That was, that was some good playing. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. 
I was wondering who the fans were. Like at the end when the fans like rush the field. I'm like, who are these people? I paid extra. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should like look on bachelor.com to see if we can like attend some of these date things. Oh, I bet you can. Because that's probably what you do. You pay to like go be in the stands to watch something. Because like they can't like where uh, they're not going to pay actors to do this. Well, when they um, they had a viewing party in Park City. And this is when I met Ashley and Jared. But I don't remember how my friend Julia found out that it was in Park City because she saw um, people from The Bachelor posting that they were in Park City. So uh, I messaged Jared and I was like, hey, is there a watch party? How do we get in? And Jared DM'd me back and told me where it was and who to email. And but it wasn't advertised or anything. You had to. You just had to know somebody who knows somebody. Yeah. Who knows? I wonder if it's like that. Very well could be. I'll see if I can figure it out. Because that's a good question. That's a good project for you because you are a mastermind at... Reddit? I don't know, dissecting the internet and getting information from it. Yeah, I spend a lot of time there. <laughs> it is benefiting our podcast greatly. Um, yeah, the ending where all the fans rushed the field and the women were pouring champagne down their throats was pretty... Pretty funny. I felt really bad for the yellow team. Um, Did someone say you have blood on you? Who, yeah. Who bled? Christina took somebody down and got their blood on <gasps> her. She's psycho. I know. She's a lot. Um, I guess which brings us into the evening portion. So the Balzacs won. They played dirty. Yay. Which means they got to go on a night date with Zach. And... To be honest, the only things that I really recall from that evening date was Ariel walking in and Zach being like giggly and like saying something to the effect of, you're so much fun to be around. And then immediately pulling her in to like (laughs) wildly make out with her. And their sexual chemistry is just off the charts. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. And it's funny because I feel like we haven't really gotten to know Ariel very well because she's kind of quiet. She's kind of serious. And so I feel like the most we really know about her is that she's from New York and that she has great chemistry with Zach. And great boobs. And great boobs. Oh, my gosh. In my notes, I literally wrote, Ariel's boobs, heart, heart. Yep. Her <laughs> boobs also made it into my notes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. She's, I, she's a looker, you guys. I also wrote, Ariel's kiss equals spicy. For sure. Um, the other thing of note is the Bailey situation, in I, which I wrote, Bailey, no. I know. <laughs> that was really a bummer. But I also admire people who can recognize that things have shifted. Yeah. And will go talk to the lead rather than letting it drag out or become even more difficult. I thought Bailey really handled that with class, and I felt like so did Zach. Well, I feel like she tried to kind of save it in the end yeah. and then he was like eh. no <laughs> it's true he he did know. send her home she didn't choose to go home but but yeah I, I mean it's good that she was honest that she felt like something was different yeah that's yeah. that's a bummer i'm sad she's gone my top yeah, four I'm pretty is sure now. she was on my top four too uh it's okay r.i.p bailey um i noticed first off christina's uh Jeffrey Campbell shoes. Her, she's 
She's wearing rocking oh, Jeffrey they Campbell were, boots. Oh, those are free people boots. I'm pretty sure they're free people. Are, are they, they not Jeffrey Campbell? I don't know. We could. Well, it could be either one. Well, we'll have to look them up. They were pretty cute. Yeah, and I mean, I I thought they were free people because I swear I've eyed similar ones. <laughs> But I also love Jeffrey Campbell. Um, but yeah, they were we'll so back. cute. They were. Uh, that date did get really awkward, though. Uh, thanks to Christina's unwillingness to stop talking about her one-on-one. Yeah. I have a take. Okay. Can I share it? Yeah. So, Christina, first off, I made that really snarky comment about not knowing about the group date rose because she's never had to be on a group date. Well, that's bullshit. She knows about the group date, Rose. I know. And then there was a view. Brooklyn had had it. Brooklyn was just done with this. And the camera is focusing on Brooklyn's profile, fuzzy, and focused in on Christina's face. And she's like got her hand, you know, her her forehead resting on her fist. And Brooklyn's like, if I hear one more time, you talking about one-on-one. And like Christina's eyes just twinkled. And she was so seemingly delighted that she had rubbed Brooklyn to the point of this. Because then without even flinching, Christina goes, Oh, yeah, totally. And like, I'm sorry, if you were somebody who just was like uh, an external uh, processor or, or just unaware of people's feelings... I think that moment you would have responded a little more emotionally. Christina was just completely amused by that. I think that I, what did I write down about it? I said that she was using intimidation tactics mm-hmm. and that she was doing everything very purposefully and manipulate. Like it definitely seemed like some sort of manipulation. Well, and the ability to play it off with a smile to just be like, I'm just talking. Can I just share my truth? And it's like, well, is your truth changing the situation or are you just speaking every dumb thing that's on your brain? Like we don't need to hear every thought you have. Stop talking. I also thought it was interesting. So after her one-on-one date, um, at the rose ceremony cocktail party, Zach comes in. He mentions like, oh, Christina met my family. It's been a big week. And Christina hadn't shared with the women that she met Zach's family, which seemed strategic. She was like, I don't want to let these people know yeah. the advantage I have. And so I kind of wondered if a producer told Zach to go drop that bomb to kind of like stir the pot, Right. And so it's interesting that she shifted from I'm going to keep things close to my chest to all of a sudden it's like, well, if it's out there, I'm just going to use this, you know, advantage that I have to make other women really insecure about how their connection isn't as strong as mine. Yeah. And their experience isn't as, you know, as great as mine. So, yeah, it all seemed very measured, very calculated. And also... That woman is so performative. She knows what she's doing. Oh, a thousand percent. Like every, did you, we'll get to the rose ceremony, but at the rose ceremony, every time a woman was walking past her, she would like drag her finger across her lip or like try and look like particularly worried sexy because the focus was going to be on hers. The oh, women yeah. were walking past. Like oh, she knows. Oh, she, she, well, I didn't know this until recently. Her, she comes from family that like the reason that they put her name in the Chiron, now that I know what that is, she's the only one who gets her last name put in there. And it's because she's got like a famous, a semi-famous, like kind of I not the Mandrell sisters. Yeah. I guess it was a show like back in the eighties, but like, 
so she she comes from a family that like knows how to perform and and really minds their P's and Q's when it comes to how they appear outwardly. Well, I think she might have been on a Taylor Swift music video. That is also true. Anyways, there was a TikTok referencing because you were talking about her stares in the rose ceremony. And I guess I didn't see this, but I heard that she made a compilation on TikTok of her staring in the the Taylor Swift music video. And then she compiled it with her staring at Zach in the rose ceremony. And it's like really similar, similar stares. Oh, I don't have TikTok anymore. I kind of feel like I want to get it just so that I can look at this stuff. Lots of content we're missing out on. Damn it. Um, anyway, back to that. So Charity gets the rose. Yeah, Charity got the... And I, I loved Charity and Zach's conversation. Charity also is so cool. And just I'm worried that she's going to end up being somebody that sticks around. Not because Zach is like... I think he is into her now. But mm-hmm. I just like... She's too cool for him too. I didn't... I mean, I didn't love Charity the first two weeks. I didn't like... It's not that I didn't like her. I just was like... She seemed like a little awkward to me. But now, this week, getting that conversation with him, I was like, oh, okay, I'm liking this energy. I feel like she's more comfortable. I feel like she's more confident. So it was nice to see that part of her come out this week. Uh, And it sucks that Christina totally took that moment away from her and made it about herself. I know. That, That was really, that made me a little uncomfortable with Christina because then, so with uh, Brianna, Brianna, she was thinking that everything was rigged. And now with Charity, she's confused. It's like, do you not think that these two women are capable of having and holding Zach's affections? Like, what, where is this coming from? It felt really just don't share every little thought that you have, Christina. Maybe keep some things to yourself. Well, it seems like Christina's probably used to things going her way. Yes. All the time. Yeah. I remember looking at her Instagram account and she was the first person like all of these women are drop dead gorgeous and have very curated Instagram accounts, which is vastly different from the life that I live. Um, But she was the first one that I got to where I was like, we are two completely different people like the level that, you know, she's a content creator. So she this is her job to exist online and to know her angles and know. Yeah. And she works it. And it's it's really telling how much and like she is invested in herself um, as a product that that gets her places and it was kind of clear that she's not used to things not going her way. <laughs> well, this episode did not end her way, did it? It absolutely did not. Which Dude, honestly, I was really surprised she went home. Same. That is shocking to me because that's in you know in all reality TV. When do we ever get rid of the villain so soon? Yeah, and it's interesting that Zach keeps getting rid of women who kind of make a splash. Mm-hmm. You know, like Kat went home, Madison went home. I'm trying to think. Just people that have like bigger personalities or maybe create some awkwardness or tension in the house, they've all gone home. And usually what we see is, you know, producers probably tell the lead, like, you should probably keep this person on. It's making good television. We need this drama. Um, at least the way Nick described it on his season is like you you have like the core women that you're interested in. And then it's kind of like, I don't really care who else I keep around. And if the producers can plant some picks in there, they will. Absolutely. 
So it's I really thought Christina was going to stay just because she's stirring the pot. She did. So do you have anything else for the, the group date? Oh, sorry. I don't no, think no. so I'm, I'm on the group date, no. Because the drama really begins to unfold at the pool party. Pool party. I was a little annoyed when Jesse came in and is like, the cocktail party is canceled. I'm like, hey, when they cancel the cocktail party. <laughs> Jess is mirroring all the women's faces. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But then when they said pool party, I was like, actually, that's a pretty fun idea. I Yeah, it's way more casual, more fun. You can actually enjoy yourself hanging out by the pool in your swimsuit with a drink rather than being stuffed like a sausage into a gown and really uncomfortable shoes until like, what, 2, 3 a.m.? Totally. So I think that was a good move on Zach's part. A lot more fun. Um, not a lot really happened until Brianna realized that she does not belong here. She just was like, this is not I don't it think for me. Brianna was very interested in Zach. I don't think so either. Which is totally fine. And I can see the pressure to feel like as much as she felt like she wanted validation from him, I get the sense too that she was starting to feel pressure that like she should feel more because she got that first rose. Yeah. And I think she finally came to her senses and was like, I don't want this guy either. So I'm going to bounce, but not before. Taking Christina Tina. down with yes. me. Yes. <laughs> 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 amazing. <laughs> yes. And I thought, you know, Zach confronting them about that and talking to Brooklyn, talking to Christina was all. I feel like he navigated it pretty well considering the fact that the last episode he was really like anti-drama, like I don't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. I know because that's where I was going. Like, Zach, you have to acknowledge these women's experiences. It's not just about you. They are also living in this house, interacting with one another. And you and have- here for you. Yeah. So, you know, you got to really step up and step in when you need to. And I feel like he did. Um, the conversation with Christina, though, was a little wild to me, like watching it because Zach was being really calm. But you could tell Christina was like- She was becoming unhinged. She was losing it. and. Help me, help me, help me, help, help me, me, help me. Like, whoa, what did he even say to elicit that kind of a response? And like, I, I was really frustrated that she kept calling it like a mistake. Yeah, it would be a mistake to believe this. Yeah, and it's like, well, but is it? Because we've watched you behave really kind of callously towards these women. It was also it really frustrating in that moment for her to deflect and play the victim yeah when it's like my guy you know just take responsibility like i almost think that if she had just owned up to it and like handled it in a more chill way she probably would still be around actually that's true speaking of the ick i think the moment when she started like pleading and like that having a moment zax was like <laughs> he kind of looked off into the distance and i can just see that total like you're done you're just so done with the situation and i think that was zach's ick that was the ick. That that was the ick. Wow, we've come full circle. Encapsulated in a moment. Um, yeah, not great. And good for Zach for just knowing what he doesn't want to deal with. <laughs> I will admit that it is crazy that we went from their one-on-one date with his family and like him having that heavy conversation about, you know, her being a mom and him g- considering whether he should give her a rose or not. And, you know, she is just 
whether she's the villain or not, she's good television. She knows what she's doing. She's very performative. And, you know, I don't love the what she was doing at the other woman's expense, but I, I am surprised that we went from that first one-on-one date to boom, whew, gone. Gone. I know that is really wild. Like truly for reality TV, that never happens. Somehow yeah. production always ends up meddling or, you know, I think people that are really performative are good at keeping that performance up and sort of bamboozling or fooling the lead for some amount of time. And so they stick around a lot longer than most of us want them to. Um, But Zach was not going to put up with it, I guess. No. And to his credit, like I am actually really impressed by that because I feel regardless of whether or not Zach should tolerate that behavior or, you know, whatever. Regardless, Zach knows that, like, that's not something that he wants to contend with. Like, that's a boundary for him. That's a no. And he acted on that. And, you know, it's probably really hard to send home really beautiful women who are really interested in you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And, you know, maybe he legitimately did at one point feel like they had a connection on their date. I feel like he was pretty into her. Yeah. That, that. So to sh- go from that, like to shift from that to the ick, it's a big shift. That is a big shift. Sometimes the ick is over big things. It's the trump card. It is. It's the, the, the and I'll be all. Uh, other things, though, that were funny, I guess, about the pool party. I don't know who said it, but somebody walking up to Zach and being like, boy, I sure hope there aren't any chicken fights later. I don't know who said that either. Uh, one thing that I wrote down about the pool party was, I think Zach said he was going to soft launch the chest hair because he was wearing a shirt, uh, not wearing a shirt. What is your opinion on chest hair on men? That's a good question. Because I will say that I don't think a lot of guys on The Bachelor have chest hair. They don't. That's a really good point. And I am totally a fan of chest hair. Er, chest hair. Like... Magnum PI style, give me those hairy chests. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like I am pro hair. But everybody can have hair wherever you'd like to have yeah, hair. Yeah, but I will say when he said that, I realized like, oh, you don't see a lot of men's chest hair on The Bachelor. And so. Except I we wonder- have seen a lot of Zach's chest hair because it Why? opened up again with him in the Why shower. Why do we need a second shower scene? Also, his legs, I thought was a really weird shot of like from like mid shin to like mid thigh. And why did we need another weird consultation with Sean? Yeah. Sean, get out of this season. Yeah, we know. We know you're the only successful bachelor still married. Yeah, not a good look to keep reminding us yeah. of that. We're, we're good. Yeah, I think, I think I'm a fan of chest hair. <laughs> I wrote Genevieve's, oh, sorry. Genevieve's arm is in a sling? Question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. Was it in a sling at the pool party or was it? No, at the rose ceremony. So I wonder if it didn't get injured during football, but the pool party in one of the chicken fights that, of course, happened. <laughs> chicken fight injury. I don't know. I, I really feel like we glossed over that. Did you ever watch Selling Sunset on Netflix? No. I think Davia looks so much like a brunette version of Christina from that show. Okay. Oh, uh-huh. sorry. Not Christina. Christine. I'll have to watch. She's like the villain in Selling Sunset. She's, I, I don't think she's on the show anymore. Sorry, spoiler alert. But Davia looks a lot like her. Very beautiful. It's a really fun thing if you need something to do to go try and figure out who all of these contestants look like. 
Tino last year looking like the uh, prince from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. What were some of the other ones that were pretty good? There's a couple of like Bachelor meme accounts that do like side by sides. And I remember um, one of the guys on Katie season who she actually ended up dating after she broke up with Blake was compared to SpongeBob. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> John. Yeah, John. John got compared to SpongeBob. And I think he even commented and was like, really? <laughs> John was very active on social media, which was weird. He wrote an open letter to Reddit, which. Oh, yeah. But wasn't it in response to their breakup? No, it was in response to uh, Katie and Blake's breakup and him protesting that nothing shady happened. And he oh. just needed all of us on Reddit to stop speculating. Oh, OK. I think it was weird. You don't need to address Reddit like that. Like, that's not a good move. Just leave us alone. I think when they broke up, he also wrote some sort of letter about that. And then Katie was, like, super shady about it. But um, I, I heard that Rachel and Clayton and Michelle and Blake and, I don't know. Dean and Kaylin. Yeah, they all, like, went on a trip together. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah. I guess... Blake Horseman, is that who this yeah. Blake was? Posted that sometimes you just have to work with people because you make money. He didn't seem super pumped about being uh, with Dean and Kaylin yeah. on that trip. And it does sort of quell the, the whole um, Clayton and Rachel rumors, but I'm still kind of holding out hope. I like them together. I mean, I think they both just need to have some fun. Yes. Like, don't jump into a relationship. Just have some fun. Yeah. But, I agree with that. Um, well, since we finished recapping our episode experience, should we do our drama scale? Yeah. Let's. Well, first, I guess we should say that, I mean, most everybody self-eliminated. So Brianna, Bailey, and Christina are the three that went home this week. Oh, yeah. So. Which, I mean, bummed that Brianna left. Bailey didn't anticipate that. Yeah. Christina was a wild card. Yeah, and maybe now the season won't be dramatic. Although next season, next episode looked really dramatic too because apparently, and a shock to everybody, somebody is not there for the right reasons. Right reasons, right reasons. Mandy's got all of our beats. We just... <laughs> there was a... That was on an old season where they like did a rap about <laughs> the, being there for the right reasons. Right reasons. I'll have to see if I can dig it up. Yeah, that would be awesome. Anyway, sing it for us. Um, drama scale. What are you going to give it? I mean, with Christine's meltdown at the end, Christina, I'm having a hard time with Christine and Christina right now in my head. Um, with Christina's meltdown at the end, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a five. Wow. Okay. Because I really like the way. Brianna just like took things in her own hands and made some money moves and Mike the aftermath job. and the fact that Christina's off the show. That was, that was pretty good. It was really good. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll go with you on a five. Do you have an equivalency? You're, you're actually more the, the bachelor historian here. So. Hmm. Um, let's see. A five. I'm going to say. A five is, is kind of like 
a cringy two-on-one date. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't forget it. Yeah, you don't forget it. It's not fun to watch, but you can't look away. Nope. <laughs> what, no. what, what would you rate it? I think actually a five, too. And I think that's a really good. We're in agreement this week. We agree. We agree. Yeah. Huzzah. <laughs> I like it. Um, anything else for this week? Um, no, I just, I just want to say as much as we have talked about being annoyed with Zach being the pick, and maybe it's because I had very low expectations going into this season, I am liking Zach more and more. Um, and I think because of his communication skills, he is also somehow growing more attractive to me. Um, but yeah, I think... I don't know. I'm a little torn because on the one hand, I think that they're really going for like the ultimate classic Bachelor love story in this Mm -hmm. season. Like, I think that's kind of why a lot of things are happening the way they are. Um, Like, I I also think that's kind of why Christina went home is I think like they're just prioritizing like having a really big love story, which if you think about Gabby and Rachel's season, we didn't really have that. No, we really didn't. Um, So... It does feel different. It does feel kind of like a throwback. I don't know how I feel about all of that. I don't know how I feel about the franchise kind of trying to go backwards because I think we've gone through some growing pains for a reason. Mm-hmm. But that, all that being said, I am enjoying Zach more and more. And I'm excited to watch the rest of the season when I didn't know if I would say that. Yeah, I'm... Same page. I don't really have anything to add, but Zach is growing on me. I get it. I'm pumped. And I like a lot of the women. Yeah. I do too. The women are great this season. Like, they're a lot of fun. I think they're just, they're smart. They're funny. Who's your pick for Bachelorette based on what we've seen so far? Charity. Charity. I hate to say that though, because like, I think they really botched Rachel Lindsay season as a black woman. So like, I don't know if I really want to hope for another black woman to be subjected to the bachelorette treatment. But Michelle like, did pretty good. Michelle did good. Michelle was, yeah, Michelle did great. Um, so yeah, I guess charity, the ick thing really, I was like almost in tears over the, the car parking thing. Like, I don't know, that spoke to me on very, like on a very deep level. I respect that. So charity's my pick. How about yours? I would say, I would say Allie or Allie's a good choice. Um, I also really am enjoying Katie. Katie I is I delightful. Like either of them from our one-on-ones this week would be fun. Yeah, to root for. I think there's actually quite a few women that would be. Yeah, we'll probably get to know them more and have more opinions. But as of right now, either of those. I like it. All right. Well. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Drama Bonded is produced and hosted by Jessica Brumbaugh and Mandy Booth. Our production manager and editor is Solomon Brumbaugh. Our theme music is by Joe Waters. You can find more of his music streaming on the EP, Jupiter Daywatch. Music vocals by Mandy Booth. Graphic designer is Pigeon House. Special thanks to everybody who's listening, posting, and emailing us. We love it. Keep talking. Bye.